Hello, everyone, and welcome to What the Film Corps podcast number 12. I'm James Paul Shepard, and here with me today is Dylan Painter. Hello. And our guest, Josh Redemar. What's up? Today, on this episode, we're going to be talking about Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Talking about what Film Corps Digital is up to, and we are getting off topic. So let's get into it. What's going on, guys? How are you guys doing today? Let's start with this guy, Josh. What's going on, Josh? Welcome to the podcast. Happy to be back on. Haven't been on in a while. You have not. This is your first time video-wise being on that we actually released. I think we recorded it. Yeah, I think we did video, but we didn't actually release the video because it was in-studio podcast. We had one camera facing. it It was awkward. Um, I got you. But this is, dude. This setup's a lot better. We got we got Dylan over here in a different. I don't know where he's at on the screen. Uh, different not, I don't state. know where I'm gonna be. I don't know where I'm gonna be. <laughs> yeah. It's a surprise. Different well, state. It's awesome. That we can all connect. distancing. That's that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather it be. Dylan's moving down here anyway, so we'll we'll get into that later. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, how how you been, man? I've been pretty good. Pretty good. I uh, just moved into the new house uh hence uh not the fancy walls like you guys have but it'll get there it'll get there for sure Heck yeah. that's what we're talking about what about you dylan how have you been i uh man. i heard it's been busy man it it was a busy week off for the badger um uh it uh it was a good week man i i got a lot done as far as like stuff in the house i'm working on painting this office i ran new hdmis and ethernets and we're doing what i do for a living and coming home and doing it and i'm like why am i crawling around in my attic on my day off i don't know why i'm doing it but um it's going great man it's going great i you know i've been super excited about this movie for i don't know months since my first episode on this podcast where we're yeah yeah i think every episode was uh in the off topic was venom where where Dylan is talking about <laughs> let there be carnage, yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. I so, think any '90s baby who grew up watching the Spider-Man animated series could not have been any more excited for this sequel. Yes, yeah, uh, yes. yeah we're definitely definitely going to be getting into that. Um, yeah, so let's talk about what Filmcore Digital is up to, and that is a lot of stuff we are working on. But we've had a lot of personal stuff going on in the personal world of film core that uh, I've kind of been slacking. So I want to address this real quick. I say we all the time for film core. I say we, we, we. And I've had multiple people ask me, who is we in film core? And the we is me. I mean, the <laughs> film core side, what the film core, we've got, we've got Dylan as the we. For the for the for the podcast, but for Filmcore Digital, like in my YouTube videos and stuff, I talk about we, and I'm really because I'm I'm really hopeful that there will be a we one day that Filmcore grows into. But as of right now, we is just me, so let's just deal with me saying we. That's it. All right. So we have been slacking. Our venom. 
Yeah, we 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 are venom. <laughs> we have been slacking, and uh, we're getting back into it. I have I do have a lot of stuff that I want to do, um, and we I, I promise you we are getting into it. But we are going to get into this three month discussion that Dylan has been waiting for for three months to just really tackle this movie, and we are going to be talking about. This uh man, well, I can't remember what movie we're doing right now. Uh oh, no, come on. it's Venom. Let there be carnage. Eddie Brock attempts to reignite his career by interviewing serial killer Cletus Cassidy, who becomes the host of the symbiote Carnage and escapes prison after a failed execution. Written by Kelly Marshall and and Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy got a credit for writing this film. Um fun fact about that later. Directed by Andy Serkis. Amazing. I, I, I love Andy Serkis. Everything he does, directing, acting, everything. Starring Tom Hardy, Wilson, Michelle Williams, and Naomi Harris. Dude, critics, Rotten Tomato, 59%. Um, we, we all know how we feel about the critics here. And then audience definitely given an 86%, which um, we, we all knew that was going to happen. Same with the first one, dude. The first one only got thirty percent uh rotten tomatoes. Wow. So yeah. I was I, I was shocked about that. But um you know what? We're gonna I think we're gonna hand it over to our guest first mm-hmm. to let him tell us what he thought about this. So Josh, what did you think about this movie? Okay, much better than the first. That goes without saying. Uh for me, uh Carnage is huge. Venom is one of my absolute favorite anti-heroes so i personally really enjoyed the film i felt like some of the textures on the characters could have been a little bit better but overall very impressive uh much better than that crap they put out years ago so i can definitely say with confidence you know if you're a fan of venom you're gonna love the movie nice dude uh so you're 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 on the side of it was a good movie definitely go see it I know IMDb kind of doesn't give it justice and Rotten Tomatoes isn't you know really on it as well, but I did yeah. enjoy it. You know, I'm I'm a fan of the Lethal Protector comics, so I really did okay. enjoy it. Uh all right. Uh let's go let's go uh, uh Dylan. I know you've got a lot of stuff to elaborate on the whole thing. So we're we're gonna hand it over to you. What did well, you think about this movie? So um I go going into it, of course, you know, I'm, I'm psyched. Um, I will say that in my opinion, this version of Venom is one of the funniest characters in this cinematic universe and the MCU in a long time. I think Venom is so funny. Everything he said, he's just got a way to deliver. Um, I, I just, it, you just love this alien. You just love him, man. He's awesome. Um, I really like that the movie was an hour and a half. I thought that uh, the story and the way they, um, you know, they played a little more on on Cletus's background. Than I really thought they were going to, and really at all, especially with him and and Francis. Um, I really, I, I over, I really love the movie. It really surprises me that Josh likes it better than the first one. And I think that's awesome. I like both of them very, very close. I feel like for a sequel, it was not the the sequel that's going to ruin the first one you know um but uh i really enjoyed it i i 
I had a blast and you know of course the end we've all seen it I don't know if we're gonna like talk about the end end but we um, we are not we cool. do spoilers um, in the movie we will not give away different. big things like this that is, yeah definitely not this is different but um, I will say when it comes to the reason why I like it a little bit more than the first one it's the action you got a lot more action mm-hmm. in this one than you did in the previous film and, and James can tell you, I watched Venom One right up until the end of the trailers. To you know, when I was at the theaters waiting for this movie to start, I finished Venom right there. So everything was fresh in my mind, and I I just felt I got a lot more action out of Part Two than Part One. And that that I'm I'm a big action comedy guy, so I really enjoyed that much. And when you know you reference him being funny and all that, it was accurate. He was very enjoyable because of that. Right. Now I'm gonna give my opinion because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, fellas. You're gonna be critical. James is critical. Honest. I knew it. I knew it. James is always critical. I am yeah. <laughs> I am very disappointed in this movie. Wow. I le- uh, I'm leaning more toward I'm I'm higher than fifty nine percent for sure with the critics right. gave on it. But I am I'm not as happy with it as you guys are, but I'm going to give a little backstory of why, maybe why that is, because we went to Regal Theater um, down here. Uh, I was in line for like 15 minutes behind one person, one person ordering two slushies and a popcorn, and it took like 15 minutes, minutes for just that, which was, I I mean, that that right there in itself. Um, and then, uh, I did go with Josh. Uh, we went to go see it and we went to IMAX. My first time ever going to an IMAX theater. Uh, Dylan, I don't know if you've ever been to an IMAX. Man, it's been, uh, it's been some time, but we got one here and here we got one here in Lubbock. Okay. So it's first time ever going. Um, just if you guys have not gone to anybody that you have not gone and you're wanting to go. Save the fifteen dollars. Don't do it. Not not <laughs> worth it. Not worth. I mean, coming from a cinematic perspective and everything, it is. It's not worth it. The screen okay. is a little bit bigger, but the quality doesn't. It, it just felt the same. Um, that maybe where we were sitting. I've never been that close to a screen before. Because uh, we we when we got in there because of the line, we got in a little late. Uh, we did sit to have more openness. We sat a little. I mean, it wasn't like right in the front row because I can't. People actually took our be, seats. Yeah, <laughs> somebody. I guess. Yeah. So yeah, that's what it was. Somebody was already sitting in our seats, and we didn't want to, you know, be those guys. Um, so we sat a little closer, and I'm not used to sitting that close. It wasn't like super close where we were like our necks up, but it was definitely right. closer than I. So, mm. so with all that, maybe, maybe why I didn't like it, but. I mean, I, I I can't say I didn't like it. I did like it. It was a good movie. Um, Josh, what you were talking with the textures and stuff, yeah. Uh, I am. I believe the Topher Grace Venom, the the actual CG in that was way better than this Venom. Um, I'm gonna really? put the pictures. I'm putting the pictures Hot up take. right here. Hot take. I'm gonna put the pictures Hot up right here. Uh, you guys in the description, take a look side by side. Which ones you guys think? I think Topher Grace's. It, it, it this one looks so flat and weird it just looked weird it didn't look like it fit the environment at all 
Um, and then Carnage. Okay, Carnage didn't get enough screen time. It was awesome being being an early '80s '90s kid, seeing the animated series, seeing what Carnage, seeing Carnage come to life, was it was so cool. He didn't get enough screen time. Um, I was not, I was not, I'm not a fan of the story. The whole, the story just didn't, it didn't do it for me. I don't know if it was because it was so short. It just, you didn't get enough. Like, like Shriek, who is she? Where'd her story, like, you have no backstory to her at all. She's just there. She just showed up. You, so you have to know. She's the yellow symbiote. Yeah, see, that's uh, the thing. You have to know that you have to know the comics to watch this movie. So that's actually, she's a, she's, and that gets into one of my Easter eggs. She's actually just a mutant. She, I don't, it's one story where is it? it's the, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Maybe I don't have it, but so she says a word. She says, my mutations are growing yep. and sorry. She says, my mutations are growing and at one point in the MCU, they were not allowed to even flirt with the word mutants. It, that's why in Age of Ultron, when they had Quicksilver and, and Wanda, and uh, he said, it is the age of miracles. And he would have said the age of mutants. And um, so that's a huge indicator that that we're getting into like a cross universe or there's just been better agreements made. Um, now that Disney owns Fox, probably, which was the main, main deal. But I, I looked it up because I thought the same thing. And Shriek was like, she's a mutant, but she has that scar. You know, she's got the same setup. She's got the, the same little scar. Scar that didn't Bishop have that scar in the X-Men? Uh, yeah, Bishop does. But uh, um, no relation. No, no relation. Least, my yeah, no, no relation. No, but she gets shot. Same hairdo, you. same scar. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I got way off. I got way off. But um, I, I think the yellow symbiote's actually name is Scream, and this is Shriek. Oh. Like I believe I could be wrong, but that's when I was like, oh, I thought she was gonna have. I thought that was, and it might be in a different comic line, the one that I was looking at, and I can't remember the name of it. It's I think it's Maximum Carnage. It's Maximum Carnage. I'm sorry. So Maximum Carnage Shriek is a, but she is just there in the comics. Yeah, there's right. no she, love interest. She, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she was, she was just there in, in Ravencroft. No. Yes. When, when, no, not in Ravencroft in the prison, when Maximum, when Carnage breaks out and he's like, you want to help me? And she's like, yeah, sure. It's just kind of weird. So this story actually gave a little more reason to why he would want to go seek her out. And, and, I don't know. I think the key role that she had in this story was showing um, that Cletus and Cassidy were not, you know, they weren't cooperating. So. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like you said, it, Carnage, Cletus, you got a lot of backstory. You, you got his backstory. But right. the, but with like her, she, you didn't get any backstory. Um, <clears throat> we know Other that Marvel. She was in Ravencraft and got shot. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we know Marvel does really well on the comedy. Like, they hit the comedy really well in here. It was very funny. Uh, maybe I missed something, Josh, but I don't know what action you're talking about because that was the worst lacking of action I've seen in a Marvel movie. 
like well, we're not I talking was... about a Marvel movie yet because they only just kind of segue that way later. Okay, okay. So, well, I guess the Until only thing then, that we gotta. Still... Okay, the only thing that we got to put it against. He's splitting hairs. Okay, so the only thing that we got to compare it to is the Spider-Man movies that have way better and more action than um, this one. I I like the first Venom. The only thing that I like different about this one from the first one is we got to see Carnage. Besides that, I liked the first one because it it was the first time seeing him get his own movie and you got to you got to experience Venom. This one, we already knew who Venom was. I feel like they did a very poor job on the actual Venom CG. Carnage was a little better, um, but I feel like it was it wasn't What's done. It wasn't done. Yeah, I don't think the the Venom was done very <laughs> well. The whole every time he came out of the side, it just looked so cheesy. Um, We've seen we've seen better ones. Uh, I won't say that it was in uh, Spider-Man Three because that was a horrible movie. But the the Venom in that, I I just feel like the CG was better on that one. Uh, you know, it was... I agree. To, I agree with you a little bit on that because one thing that I really remember about the texture in that was the way it was like like and kind of like stuck and crawled. Yeah. Whereas, like, when the symbiotes weren't anything, they're just like this blah. Yeah, it's like a know? blob. So, yeah, and, and I, I, I can I can agree with you on that. I can I can see where you're coming from at least. But well, if you're I, talking outer body, I agree. But well, no, even with even when <laughs> even when you see Topher Grace and it's half him and half like the way that it interacts with the skin and stuff, it looks better than when when Eddie or Tom Hardy and the Venom character are half split. Like the way it opens up, it doesn't look like it's like even attached to him. It just looks like it's opened and it's just floating there when it's actually coming out of his skin. Like, like the Topher Grace one, it looked like it was more, uh, uh, like part of cohesive. Yeah. It's like part of him than it was then. So that's where I'm getting with that because I nitpick on that. Um, I don't know if it was a a mess up, but when he leaves, when Eddie Brock leaves the police station the first time on the motorcycle and he's talking to the detective, mm-hmm. he has something in his ear. There's something black in his ear. So I didn't I didn't see it throughout the I rest of the movie, that. but it was just I thought because the detective has an earpiece, uh, a mm-hmm. hearing aid. So I thought maybe it was something like they had to put on because of shriek or no, whatever but no, like I it was exactly let me hold on it's in my easter basket you're making okay, me open it early okay. but okay he's what got that is, what that is is andy circus you know did the whole motion and stuff for venom and to make it seem like they were talking tom hardy recorded himself in with both lines venom lines and 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 that earpiece is what he's hearing the venom okay. lines through. So it wasn't it? Because so, I, I read that too. Yeah, I saw that he was so yeah, he could you did interact see better. It. You did see. So it was okay. a mistake in editing. You're saying? Okay, it was a mistake in editing. Okay, yes. I did. Yeah. I wasn't going crazy. I did see it. See, that's the stuff I pick out and I I love about You're watching super movies. Good dude, I I did not look at it <laughs> until I was looking up. Uh, you know, like it, honestly, I was like, what what have I missed? What would I have missed in here if I didn't catch it? And uh, that was now, one of wait, them, and I did not catch it because I'm not the, that type of viewer. 
but I didn't oh. see because I read Andrew, that he read his own words. <laughs> but I didn't I didn't see anything about he wore an earpiece. I just saw that he recorded. I I don't uh, so okay so that's yeah. an editing thing. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, does anybody else see the the black thing in his ear? What is this? Um, so what I would say I would say definitely watch it because it's um. But I, I, I honestly feel like it's going to be it, only because Carnage is in it that it's that it was a a good movie to watch. I feel like if it wasn't like if it was just a Venom movie, this would have been one of those movies that the sequel just flopped and didn't it didn't do. Mm. Um, Woody Harrelson, freaking awesome, is so good. Dude, dude. He, he, he can play perfectly. Yeah, dude, he can play. Like, I was worried about that. Like, at the end of the first Venom, where they showed him, I was like, "Man, Woody Harrelson's so he's so old and old. Can can he do this?" And mm-hmm. dude, he did a he did a great job. Um, I don't know the whole story of Carnage, so but I did. I do remember uh, Dylan the a couple podcasts ago. You were talking about the comic book on how he got the symbiote, and I was going in. Oh, I yeah, oh, Josh, I, I, I was like. Are they gonna stick with that? And and mm, and it did. Couldn't. It kind of in prison. Yeah, but uh, the uh, um, I know people were talking oh, about like his like the way that he got like just created from one bite or whatever, and like right. I just I feel like the story. Like, like I said, I don't know the whole actual story. So maybe they covered it in the comics, but I feel like it just, it was lacking. I feel like maybe they could have put more in if they made it two hours, another extra half an hour of explaining something. Um, And then the thing that I did not like at all is the love story that they had to put in there between Venom and Brock. Like, uh, did we, is that in the comics? Was that needed? I mean, I mean, they. It might be in the Lethal Protector series. I I don't know. In King and Black, they in King and Black they explore that a little bit more. Like I believe Venom says something about loving Eddie as he's dying towards the end of the comic. So it's it's one of those things where it's like they they are true. It's like a marriage of characters. Yeah. When one of them's going down at the very end of the series, you really see it. But you know, it's that mm-hmm. kind of bond between them that turned them into a god at the end of the series. Yeah, I mean, because the it, to me that took me out a little bit. The whole unnecessary uh, montage they did of uh, him switching <laughs> characters and stuff, and realizing Eddie Brock is the only one for me. Uh so that that I I I felt that that was an unnecessary only because. Of the lack of action. I want to know where this action's at, Josh. Where is it? Listen, I, I'm talking about, you know, when Venom and Eddie are fighting in the apartment. Okay. <laughs> that, See, to me, that, that had context to me. Um, obviously, that's funny. But, yeah, but it was still a bit of action for you. Because it's, it was just unexpected, like, cheap shots left and right. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, him smashing his biker helmet into uh, um, Venom's face. He's like, oh, how dare you! And then he just grows all his teeth back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to me, that, that that's a piece of action. Um, you know, when 
you have the, the major uh, battle in the church. That's it. That was everything, obviously. But you see, know? that's where that's where I see the lack. It, it was very underwhelming, that fight in scene. In the church? Them. Yeah, that church. I mean, it was really cool to see because I feel like they did homage to the Topher Grace thing where they put it back in a church and it's the bell thing where the it mixes up because that's that's how Topher Grace lost his symbiote is because Spider-Man did the whole ding, ding, Noise. ding on the bells. So it was cool to see that. But I feel like it was it was under par. What do you think of the prison they, you know, break part? That was, I mean, I, I, I was more into that because that was the first time we got to see Carnage. Mm-hmm. So that was cool to see him on set. I feel like the best Carnage, the whole best Carnage on screen was when they were in the Mustang and it was like he was wrapped up everything and Cletus was standing there. Right. With, yeah. I feel like that was the climax, best part of seeing Carnage on screen. Um, yeah, I think if you sum everything up, it had four great action scenes. Um, you had the prison break for him, the prison break for her, which is the one with the Mustang that you're talking about. Um, you have the fight between Venom and Eddie, you know, having their you know personality crisis, and then obviously your major climax towards the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, but to see that, that made the movie for me. Those bits of action in between. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I think I think if you if you've seen the or read the comic and you're going into it as a comic book person, as we talk about on here a lot, where they screw movies up because comic book people are like, oh, that's not it. But this is one where I feel like you if you read the comic, you're going to be more into the film and understand it more than not knowing it. This is definitely not a movie. If you don't know anything about Venom Carnage, you can't just watch it and know what's going on. I mean, it's not like it's plot twists and stuff, but it's not something that if you don't know, as we've talked about other movies in the Marvel universe where right. you could just watch it and it's cool. You you know yeah. what's going on. You understand it. It tells it. This does not does not describe it at all. Doesn't tell you any backstories except for, I mean, you do get a little Cletus. I feel like we could have got more. I feel like I still don't understand who Cletus is. I don't understand his character. I know he's a serial killer. That was in love. I that's I yeah. I mean in the comics he's just serial killer. In the comics he did push his grandma down a flight of stairs and um and and his mom with the hairdryer thing. And then uh I, I thought it was interesting if you elaborate on that at the end. Right. Whenever he's like, You only told one side of the story. You didn't and, know I was abused. Yeah. yeah. And and you're like, mmm. Like really given a little last little bit of empathy, you know what I mean? Where where you're like, you know, poor, you know, it's like it's like not like it that doesn't warrant murdering people. So, but you know, it, it does. Uh, like I said, show that side of empathy that you're like that they're trying to paint for him. See, that's the thing. I think another thirty minutes or something could have because that was like, gotcha. oh, he's he's okay. We understand, and it's done. You don't go. Yeah. Okay, you were you were abused. Okay, what did did you try to do anything to not be a serial killer because you're abused? Did you try to get help? I mean, what what mm-hmm. led up to was it? You got smacked once and you're like, you're gonna die. I mean, yeah, it, it didn't elaborate you know, or anything on that. No, and it's kind of funny that Carnage reacts to that 
instantly where he's like whenever he gets carnage he's like automatically hellbent on killing his parental figure yeah yep and i mean i do i do like that uh like carnage didn't like remotely agree with cletus or anything like it didn't uh like like eddie and venom do where eddie's like don't eat people blah blah blah, and venom listens right right carnage is like f you i'm gonna do what i want she screams one more time next time she does that yeah dude yeah (laughs) yeah i wish his voice was a little more shriekier kind of like you like where he's kind of like laughing in the comics or not in the comics in that in the 90s yeah the animated tv series Mm -hmm. i I really wish it was a little more but i mean you know i liked it I, I'm not such a texture guy like you guys, so I was like, dude, this looks insane. I was just happy that, you know, Carnage had his tendrils, you know, yeah, where he see, just that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like uh I didn't like how Shriek and Carnage's screams were almost exactly the same. Like when he screamed like when he screamed. And that's the thing I don't understand is if he screams, how does he not Well hers make is his... like a sonic blast, you know what I mean? Hers is like a you know like a, like a jet. I, you know, like I, I feel like his scream is more like a roar, like a battle cry roar, roar whereas right. hers is an actual like weapon. Yeah, because he can't hurt nobody with his scream. She right. can she... annihilate you with a scream. Okay, so speaking of like Black Canary, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, basically, Black Canary. Yeah. So, uh, the officer that she deafens, uh, P. Mulligan, he. Do you know who he is in the comics, Josh? Toxin. Yeah, he turns into the symbiote Toxin. And uh, is that what they were trying to... With the blue eyes? He's the thousandth... He's the one thousandth symbiote in that that family line or whatever. And uh, I like how they teased it. You know? When his eyes turn blue. Yeah. And then he's like, monsters. That's all. That's all we got. And then, and then the post-credit scene. So, it may not even matter, you know. But anyway. So, um, Dylan, let's get uh, you. Let's get into your uh, Easter eggs. That uh, that was one. That was of the last them. one. We, no, or, okay. Uh, no, that was one of them. We've already talked about um, one of them. That was what I thought was super funny. Was on Venom's tire. It, his tire's name was Snooky. <laughs> it said Snooky on the tire and it was his chew toy. Like he remember when he was talking and he's just like, I need to be out there. And he just walks by it and he's like, arr, arr, arr. he just chews on it. It's super funny. Um Cletus is well. I, I was wondering where that reference was because he mentioned that's why we have Snooky. And I was like, Yeah. What, is, what does Jersey <laughs> Shore tire. have to do with this movie? <laughs> the, the tires, yeah. Um it looks like uh the oh <laughs> Shots fire. Did Boom. I say that out loud? My bad. Yeah, there you go. Um, Cletus's wall, dude, had so much stuff. Cletus in general, whenever he was dying, whenever oh, whenever he was dying, whenever the lethal injection started, Carnage stopped it and took over by, you know, turning it, you know, by turning into Carnage, he says, something, something wicked comes, which is a quote from Hamlet. Uh, I don't know the exact quote, but that I was like, I know that. What is that? And I, it's Hamlet, and it says, "From from my fingers, 
something wicked comes something like that it's something like that and which is pretty funny because that is the first place that we really see the symbiote coming yeah is out of his hands and i don't know but anyway um there was also a line from no 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 it said the phoenix will rise and i was like is that just him going crazy or is that a reference to the phoenix force or gene gray i don't know i just it just caught my eye um there was something else in his wall that I didn't write down and I can't remember, but um, we've already talked about the lethal protector storyline. Cause he says it like a million times in that movie, uh, which is obviously like where this, these two movies are largely based off of. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of seems like it. Um, uh, let's see. What's this one here? What's number four? The daily bugle. The daily bugle is in that movie. It is. When when Brock is who he's writing for, it never says. And then he goes, he's read like it shows the article that he wrote, and it is the Daily Bugle West Coast edition, and it is the same, it is the same graphic, like the same little logo as Sam Raimi's Universe of Spider Man Daily Bugle, has a little trumpet, and uh, yeah, I mean it is the oh, same. Nice. It is the same one. Yeah, so that one was cool to me. Um, but it, I was at first I was like, what the heck? But it does say West Coast underneath it. Um, and the last one, oh, there's two more. But Dr. Pazzo, the, the doctor that was watching over um, Shriek in the prison, is a doctor that uh, in the comics, in the Venom, in the Venom Carnage Unleashed comic series, that he, ta- that he kidnaps. And so... Um, I just thought that was cool that they just threw some other names from other carnage related stuff in there. Um, and the last one is, I didn't even know this, but when, when, uh, when Eddie is telling him like, you were, you were a loser too. He's like, you were a reject on pleasure Mingma or on planet Mingmar. Mingmar. Mingmar, <laughs> which is actually not right. It's, it's Clintar. Right, Clintar. Yeah, it's Clintar. It's like yeah, Clintar, <laughs> which is also the name of his species. I just thought it was funny that he said Mingmar, and it's like it was just being, it's just making fun of him, pretty much. Like, like he didn't care what it was called, either that or he forgot. But um, that's really it. There's a Another lot. There's honestly a lot error in the script. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe, or maybe it was just a, maybe it was just to be funny. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. yeah who knows? So, so we're we're getting. Definitely go see it. Um, especially if you're into the whole Marvel comic book, all that stuff. It is it is a good movie. Um, I'm a little more critical on it, maybe than I should be. But uh, uh, can you go to the theater, buddy? Yeah, maybe maybe I'll go see it again. Uh, maybe it was just that IMAX that made it look the the CG look so bad. Um, there you it go. Might, <laughs> it you might notice? look better in a different one. Literally the night before, um, so on fr- on Thursday, I went and I saw it in Screen X. That movie is not shot for Screen X. Do not waste your money on that. Uh, I'm a huge advocate for IMAX. I've been going to IMAX since I was a kid. I just like the larger format screen. So that's why I got James to go with me to see it in IMAX. Uh, but that's just me personally. I enjoy the bigger screen. But... Um, yeah, I, I think the movie's worth the ticket. I I certainly don't mind. 
clearly i saw it twice <laughs> i was gonna say it's definitely uh definitely personal preference um this uh worldwide already at a hundred and three million dollars wow uh, i think it uh i think it did better than black widow it already beat black widow um an opening yeah, tom hardy's not gonna see marvel yeah <laughs> Or Sony, or anybody, probably. <laughs> I think he'll be happy. He's like, oh, my movie did great in the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, fun fact: Tom Hardy, like we were saying, got his very first uh, story credit for this movie. It is the fifth time that an actor has gotten a uh, writing credit credit for a comic book movie. Take any guess on any of the other ones? Ryan Reynolds. For Deadpool. Yep. For Deadpool 2. He got the credit for Deadpool 2. Um, did not know. Ed Norton got the credit for uh, Incredible Hulk. I, I did not I know that either. Did not know he wrote. Paul Rudd got it for Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. He wrote Ant-Man. I think I did know that one. Um. And then uh, Christopher Reeve got it for Superman 4. Which is crazy. As, as many comic book movies we have, there's only five times that an actor got helped write it. Which is which is really cool. Um, Pretty cool. Stan Lee's cameo. Still put the cameo in there. Did you guys catch it? Yeah. The, uh, the, on the magazine that yeah, the magazine and, and straightens Mrs. up. Chen's, yeah. uh, yep. Mrs. Chen's uh, yeah. shop. Um, the running time only being 97 minutes is the shortest superhero movie being released in, uh, recent history. There's only one yeah, other movie. I didn't movie. realize it was that short. Yep. There's only one other movie that recently in our time, that superhero comic movie that is shorter than that. And that was 2007's, uh, Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. It only ran ninety-two minutes, which is good. That we wish that was shorter, so we didn't have to go through that so much pain watching that movie. Um, mm. This film holds five Oscar nominees, so all five wow. of the main people that we said star in this at the beginning of this podcast all have been nominated for Oscars in their wow. career. Which I thought was super, super awesome. That's so awesome. So, but dude, I want to take this time right now to thank our Patreon members for all the support that they do keep us going here at Filmcore Digital and What the Film Gore. And those Patreon members are Leslie Murphy, Vicky and David Ingblom, Dustin Clark, Bobby Saravanera, Angela Marie, Little Thrusty, Danny Galwin. Carl Robbins and Dylan Painter. Appreciate all the support that you guys are giving us. And if you guys want to be a Patreon member too, check out the link in the description and uh, we'll go from there. But guys, real quick, something super, super important to me. I need to uh, let this, I'm going to put a picture up right here, right now of a flyer that I made and a lot of streamers are supporting this. So one of our Patreon members, Dustin Clark has been in the ICU for the past month on a ventilator 
Um, he got COVID. Um, I think he got pneumonia and stuff. He's been very sick. He's slowly getting better. He went live uh, the other day. But there's going to be a link in the description. Check out the flyer. Link in the description where you can donate. There's two. We've got a PayPal set up for him and a Cash App set up for him to help his family um, with everything that they um, what they're going through. So definitely check that out. Uh, definitely appreciate that if you guys do that. So now we're going to swing over from that little story there and jump into the off-topic movies. We're going to start with Josh. What's an off-topic movie that you have seen or you're super excited to see? Well, it's kind of got mixed reviews right now. Um, but I recently, you know, never having been a Soprano fan before, uh, saw Scenes of North. And, mm-hmm. I mean, as someone who you know, grew up watching a lot of mobster movies and all that. I really did enjoy it. And it actually makes me want to actually check out The Sopranos now. Um, it's just, I really enjoyed it across the board. Uh, some great actors. And um, the the irony of the word mother is fantastic. <laughs> um, so if you do want to see that and you're on the fence, I believe, um, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but Jimmy and the Lomo boys over in Lomo Media um, are going to see that or saw it this weekend. And I believe it's going to be the topic of one of their podcasts coming up this week. There you go. So if you're if you're were, if you're still on the fence and you want to get a little better idea, definitely go check out the Lomo Media boys. Um, well, they... I, I did see the Saints of Nork. I saw it on um, HBO Max. You watched um, it already? Yeah, I already watched it. I watched okay. it the very next day on Friday um, after having seen Venom. I saw it on Friday, and I was saying it makes me want to actually watch the series because I never watched the okay, series yeah. growing up. Okay, yeah, that's. I think I've only caught a couple episodes of that. Um, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm familiar, but I've never seen it either. But uh, that's good to know because it it did it does look good. Looks, yeah, I'm excited to see the the movie. Yeah, it does look really good. It, it recaps and tells the story of like the riots that actually happened in the city of Newark, which is my hometown back in Jersey. Um, oh, no kidding. Nice. Talks about the riots that happened in that city with real, you know, real <laughs> I don't know how right. true this, how true the Soprano story is, but I know that the riots in Newark and everything that happened back then, that was real. And they did touch on those topics. So there, there's a, there's a lot of stuff there. And I, I think, wow. Um, I mean, whether you're a Soprano fan or you're not, or you know, nothing like I did, you go in there, you're going to enjoy the movie. It's just good across the board. All right. What about you, Dylan? What, uh, cause, cause I mean the past three podcasts, it has been venom. Let there be carnage on this right. off topic. Now that right. that's the topic, what's off topic that you're excited to see. Well, me and my wife are going to go see, uh, venom. Let there be carnage again. Okay. And... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, I, I didn't get any, I didn't watch any, really movies or, or really anything this week except for um the the marvel what if episode which um we're gonna talk about yes my gosh man it's uh this is gonna tie more <laughs> into the movies than i ever had realized and uh i think we got one more episode it comes out comes out wednesday and um yeah, I'm I'm very like excited. I'm I'm really excited uh 
to see where they're going to take what I'm just excited to see what they're going to do with the last episode, how that opens up. Cause the next movie we get is the Eternals. Yep. In November. And, um, I'm also, December. yep. Spider-Man in December and then Morbius in January. And I know you're excited for that one, James. It, yeah, I, to me, it looks super good. Yeah, it looks really, really good, man. I, I, I we got to see another trailer. Um, well, most of us did, James. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some of us were waiting in uh, a hot dog line. Someone was waiting for somebody <laughs> to get two slushies. Yeah. Ridiculous. But, uh, mm-hmm. Um, I'm just excited, dude. I, I love. I really like. I, I believe it was Danny gowan that said he wasn't a fan of the animation in this show and i just like so disagree i love the animation in this show i think it's a super good cross between animated for tv but heavy heavy comic book reference Mm -hmm. i i I just think i don't i mean i'm not saying i think it looks like a comic book i'm just saying it in today's animation i feel like it's spot on with how it should be for for the type of show and um if if you didn't get to watch, if you there's one spoiler, Benedict Cumberbatch is in the episode, but it does not show his voice on the voice on the cast at the beginning of the episode, and so at the very end of the episode, it says also starring Benedict. I was like, you son of a gun, you're you son of a Benedict. You know, I'm still on got, episode four. Got you, <laughs> dude. You need to watch them. They're easy. I'm, I, easy. I'm, I'm gonna. I need to. Yeah, start I, I'm that. not spoiling too much for you. I mean, it's really not. It's. I love the what if series. I think it's great. My gosh, right, Josh? It, man. It's it's. I think it's what we. It's in a. What I tell my wife is that it's a good, really like fresh air in in like MCU stuff. It just it's like, hey, let's step away from the wor- real world and let's talk about what if. You know, I just like mm-hmm. it. It's. I really like the comic book series. What if though. You, no. you notice um, uh, the Black Widow is the only one whose character is different. <laughs> yes, yeah. So yeah, Disney, Disney is firing shots back at her. He's like, oh, Paul so Bettany we'll just didn't write do, you off. I don't think Paul Bettany did the vision either. So that is another one, but you're right. Yeah, hers in, in every one that she's in. No, I think he did because in the, um, in the Zombies episode, I was pretty sure that was Paul Bettany's voice. I'm excited. Maybe uh, I was I really just referring one. to this last episode. I know and it wasn't uh, Chris it Evans wasn't, didn't uh, do his. No, Chris Evans didn't do his, and Robert Downey didn't do his either. The very short, like, oh no, he had a couple lines in that one. No, maybe that one was Robert. I don't remember. Yeah, the the episode with get, Robert is um, with Killmonger. And, yeah, because they, they 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 took that from um from the they were just no, taking sound right. bits from the movies. Okay. Like ha- yeah, yeah, half yeah. the content in those first episodes is literally from the movies. Just, You're right. You yeah. Know, tweet. Paul Bettany did do his voice in what if? Okay. Jarvis hmm. two okay. episodes. Got you. And then so. Oh, two episodes. Yeah, that have been two. Never mind. Yeah, my bad. Um. Yeah, it's such a good show, dude. Such a good show. I'm definitely. I'm definitely gonna. I'm gonna definitely. Get that on. Give it one more week. You could binge watch the entire series on your day off. There we go. Um, 
So I watched I watched The Guilty. I messaged yep. Dylan. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's mm-hmm. new movie. That's an off-topic movie. That, dude, really good. So my foster daughter was talking to me. She was asking me about what I thought about the uh, uh, Venom, Venom Carnage movie. And I told her she had to wait until the podcast. She had to listen to it. So, um, yeah. But I did tell her that I did like Jake Gyllenhaal's The Guilty that I watched like literally a few hours before we went to the movie. Um, way better. It had, it, dude. It's, I sent the little mm. mind blowing emoji. You did. That was crazy. Literally, that that's exactly what you sent me. Yeah, that was that was that was a good movie. That was definitely. What crazy. kind of movie is it? Uh, he's a nine one one operator. Um, that gets a phone call from a girl that's kidnapped or abducted or something. He's trying to save her. So you know the movie. Phone booth, you remember phone booth, yeah, mm-hmm. with uh Colin Farrell and stuff. It it's the same. It's it's just like that movie, um, on the vibe wise where it's set in one location. You see nothing else. So the whole movie is set right there in the nine one one operating station, uh, operator station area, like the whole movie. And I like movies like that, like uh buried with uh ryan reynolds have you seen that one where he's buried dude you gotta watch it whole movie he's buried he finds himself buried in a coffin alive i think it's called buried yeah uh it's oh. not buried alive it's i think it's buried um dude super good to see a, a an actor pull stuff off like that where it's just them sitting there uh this movie uh jake Gyllenhaal interacted with other people but it's still one location all shot right. there. And then the people. Yeah. So really good movie. Definitely. Uh, so Spider-Man's coming out and did you, Dylan, did you see the leaked uh, footage of Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. on set? La, 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 la. No, no, I, I didn't. I'm teasing. But uh no, I I didn't see any. I've I've heard about it. I've heard that it, apparently there's something, but I also heard that he denied it. Yeah, dude, he notched like you watch his video on Jimmy Fallon. He he's totally so. Either Marvel's messing with us because of before leaked footage, but it's actual footage of him on set in front of a blue screen on a rafter, so you know it's going to be. And then there's another Spider-Man hand right off that that he's talking to so he's holding on to thing he's got his mask off and he's holding on to a rafter on in front of a blue screen with other spider-man hands offset that he's he's doing his acting in front of um so an article Hmm. came out saying that it's deep faked right it's not it's not it's not real so to try to to try to blow it off and blah, blah blah so corridor digital amazing guys on youtube that do uh cg and everything they're amazing they did a video today talking about it and uh nico said that if it's if it's deep fake it is the best deep fake that he has ever seen and they had to spend a lot of money on it to pull that off because of the things that like dude they got down to the glistening of the the actual light on his tongue in this footage 
So it's mm. uh, it, we're, uh, I'm on the side of it's real, dude. And the way that Andrew Garfield blew it off on Jimmy Fallon makes it more. Yeah. But it could also be Marvel throwing us all for a loop, doing wow. all this, telling Garfield, act like that way so it don't don't completely deny it to get people really really going for it and then they sheathe it and it's not i i say they're both in it i say it's going to be but that's uh, we'll have to wait until december yep i know i know they don't they don't pull this crap where they make a new trailer and they let us know right before the movie comes out i I will be an unhappy i will not be very unhappy oh dude that would that would that would suck I wouldn't I wouldn't go for that. But you know what guys? That's uh fifty-five minutes of beautifulness. Mm-hmm. Uh yep. so I feel like we're gonna wrap it up right here. That is definitely all the time we have for today. So check out Filmcore Digital on YouTube. Um subscribe there. If you're watching this video there, hit that like button. Um leave us a comment if there's any movies or stuff. If you wanna vote on movies, definitely go check out our Patreon. Uh, follow Film Core Digital on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. We need to get our Twitter up. I don't really promote Twitter, but we need to. We've got like six followers, so let's get that up. Uh, Dylan, where can they follow you at? Uh, you can follow me. This is so weird. I, I get so unnatural doing this plug. It, go follow me at uh, Double O Badger. Uh, pretty much all socials. I am... Uh, we're actually, I'll say it here first for you, James. I am about to start multi-streaming again to Twitch, YouTube, and the Tiki Talkies. And the Tiki Talkies. Double O Badger's got a Tiki Talkie. So, mm, how, how, how are you streaming on there? I don't know. Did, you, have to, you have to things... have so many followers. You, just you have can't to go hit live. live. You can't go live. I don't, I don't know. know. On TikTok, TikTok, you can't go live until you have so many subscribers. My Streamlabs is it's set up and plugged in to do it. Maybe uh, might be plugged. It uh, asked, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'll put it in." And heck yeah, that might that. I mean, let me know because if that's a thing, then I'll I'll sign up for the. Because I go tested. I go on my I go on my TikTok and I can't go live yet, uh, but I've only got forty followers, so. I think I've got six. So that that <laughs> definitely awesome. So yeah, definitely go check him out on anyway. all those. Yes. Josh, you yeah. got anything or? You good? You no. don't? You got yeah, whatever you want? <laughs> I'm good. All right. Then I guess we're going to call it right here. Appreciate everybody stopping by and checking out What the Film Core. And we will catch you in the next one. Have a great night.